Hey. The pew's here. Uh, 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 and look uh, who's back. Uh, Can't uh, hold uh, us uh. down. <laughs> Can't hold us down. Hey. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Keep Battle Podcast. We got with us today, we got a special guest with us today. Light skin. <laughs> Pretty Boy Club from the PBC. PBS. Pretty Boy Squad. Pretty Boy Squad. Get it right. Yes, Get it right. right. Get it right. Uh oh. <laughs> That's Pastor Eric <laughs> Kellum. Lead Pastor Zion Church Woodbridge in the house. Welcome, brother. Woodbridge brother. in the building. Thank you, sir. Thank you. My man. Welcome. Jason Jones. Jason Rollins Jones. Scotty. The proud husband of Christina. We got to get her on the podcast, man. Got to. That's going to be another level. Shut it down. Oh, oh God. Shut yeah. it down. Can Parental guidance suggestion. Can I stay on that day? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And my sidekick, sis. Hey, hey. DeMont Wood. Hey, Baby y'all. mama. <laughs> Salika Wood. What's up, y'all? Hey. What's happening? We going in these streets today. That's our topic today. We're going to talk about what's going on in these streets as we try to tackle some topics that are relevant to the day what's going on in our time and we're just going to jump right in it mm. we wherever y'all riding and listening hopefully y'all will enjoy this we're going to cover shade tea race sports entertainment politics Everything. church you name it mm. we got it all covered and justice for all mm-hmm. in these streets you know when you go in the streets you got to make sure you're rolling with the right people Mm. Can't just be in the streets with just anybody. That's good. No. So I had to roll in these streets with y'all. <laughs> My man. Mm. I'm glad I got the right people with mm-hmm. me in the streets. So in these streets, let's go back um, to a recent funeral that everybody's talking about. Yeah. Uh, the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin's funeral. The I want to just hear what y'all's thoughts were on that funeral. Just give me your highlight and your low light. From the funeral. <laughs> I know it's hard to just do Look, one. Whew. Long. That's yeah, what I yeah. think about. Everybody. Ten hours. Eternal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. hours. Yeah. But it was star-studded. She had a long life and long career, so I can see why it was that long. Long life, long career, long funeral. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, matches yeah. up. She had a lot of people wanted to honor her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, she had everybody there. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And everybody's everybody. Over time. So that was probably one of the only people. That was your low light. The length. I Long. think that was everybody's, yeah. I was the only person that probably didn't watch it. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, supposed to be my date day. Oh, okay. And Susie wanted to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I protested. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm in my protest mood, mode. so I protested it. It was 10 hours long. You could have caught it later on when oh, you got yeah. off your date. I'm telling you. <laughs> You could have caught the different thing, segments. Literally, 10 hours. You really could have You really could have watched took, the first couple of hours, mm-hmm. gone on your date, and then come back and caught the rest. That's what I said. Easily. Yeah. Easily. It was that long. Very easily. My my low light was uh, the bishop's breast exam. Yeah. On our, oh, yeah. Man. I heard about that. He did a full breast exam on the child, man. And so called her Taco Bell. Called her Taco, yeah. Bell. Called a, yeah. called Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. How weird is that? Tough. Like, why? That's, that's tough. <laughs> that's yeah. tough. Yeah, that that's wasn't tough. a good look for the bishop, but... Um, and then it was it was people saying that he didn't mean to do that, like because she's short and all these other things. But I'm just like, if you is no He's reason, know where his hands are going. And how about you just don't <laughs> you touch me at all? How about, even, how about that? How about that? She did. What did she say? She, what did she and say? She moved, you can look at her body language yeah. to see when a woman is going. She wasn't leaning into him like, ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Can don't you touch stop, me. Can you stop mm-hmm. feeling? But she just sang. 
I know this ain't gonna be funny. We're gonna get I'm gonna get in trouble with this. She just said, um what did she say? Natural, Natural woman. woman. You Na- make me feel. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. <laughs> That's what he sang to her. Oh man. You make no. me feel. That's oh my funny. god. Please send emails to <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. I I my my highlight though was uh I was I was amazed that the Clintons were there. Mm. Yeah. Given the fact that John McCain's funeral which was probably nine and a half hours shorter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> John McCain's family was dividing up the inheritance while they were still in the funeral. <laughs> yes. Did Clinton uh, stay the whole 10 hours? Nah. Nah. You could tell. I don't, nah. I don't know they if put, anybody They put the finger the up. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you see, did you see the person sleep in the audience at one oh point? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but can you imagine people on medication that needed it? They should have had a buffet in the hallway They could have had an intermission. They could have had an intermission and then done the repast or something and then let them come back, man. That was that was crazy. It was it was I like I like the fact that the Clintons were there, and I like the fact that um, what Jesse said, even though Jesse looks like he's in bad shape yeah. medically, mm. but he said we can't have long lines of funerals and mm. short lines of that voted. Yeah. yeah, wow, that was a statement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. why are the That's lines great. short when we vote, but long when we 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 say goodbye to people, and that was deep. So what yeah. about the what about the um. The pastor they gave—I don't know if he's the bishop, but I'm gonna say the guy who gave the eulogy. Yeah, yeah, and, and went Jasper on and Williams. on and on. Yeah, yeah. about how, how a, yeah a now, woman now. couldn't raise, can't raise a man. And she had raised four kids. Yes, she That's, raised four boys. And I'll tell you why insulting. I feel bad. Jasper Williams is a legendary preacher. Yes, he is. Le- he's a legend. Right. And I've been telling in people, preachers in preacher in, in preacher yeah. circles, mm-hmm. yeah. right. I've been telling people, like, man, listen, if you got Bishop Jakes there and he's reading the scripture, yeah. you got to have somebody who's going to drop bombs, yeah. drop, you know, giving the eulogy. When I saw it was Jasper Williams, I yeah. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. that it was a little, it was, you know, it was it was just tone deaf, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I think that it showed generational gaps. Exactly. Like yeah. How, yeah. how disconnected the church mm-hmm. is from, from, like, the world we live in. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like they've been in a. I don't know in a in their own bubble or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And 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 the churchy people mm-hmm. probably were all over that. Come yeah. on, right? Amen. Yeah. yeah. But or how it made the single so mothers feel who didn't don't have a choice. Some of them yeah. it, that's not a choice to be a single mom. Like to right. say, it just would make you feel like, dang, it's not possible. Is it is it possible for me to raise him to be you know a man right. of honor and integrity? Or people like just. Dismiss him. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that happens more often yeah. than not now. Right. You think about it, there may have been a Since time in history when people didn't dismiss preachers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if the pastor said it, people were at least troubled by it. Right. Now people are like, man, he's whack. Yeah. Like, you, that's that's the world we live in. Like, right. they were killing. It was so much social media, like, backlash behind that and what the bishop mm-hmm. did. It just didn't. That's why people don't come to church. They, all they got to do is go to a funeral to remember, too. this is why I don't yep. go to church. Yeah. Yep. And, and whenever we have, I, so I remember back a few, you know, years back now to Whitney Houston's funeral mm-hmm. and to, you know, I, and, and again, I sat and watched the whole yeah. thing. One, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Whitney Houston fan. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that were, that were on the program that I was a fan of. So I sat and watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, what a great opportunity for mm-hmm. us as the church mm-hmm. to present Christ and present <laughs> the church to the world. Everybody's yeah. watching. We got the eyes of the world on us. And it seems like I think sometimes we Once lose again. we lose that that concept that listen, the world is watching. Yeah. And this is an opportunity and and when we don't leverage that opportunity, it's like here here we go again. This thing comes and goes and we haven't represented or 
rebranded or presented the church in a mm-hmm. way that people will grasp it and say, okay, I get it. That's something yeah. I want to be a part of. Yeah. And again, Bishop Jakes was relegated to remarks yeah. in that one. Yeah. And somebody else did the eulogy. Yeah. And once again, my that biggest issue is us. you're honoring a person who has raised four boys. Yeah. Her sons are sitting right there. So, so we get stuck do- on that Yes. Boy. <laughs> because mm-hmm. how did that make you feel if if, the, if those boys really are stand up dude? She did a great job raising them. What is that? What are you saying about my mother? That's how I face. would feel. Yeah. In That's the insulting. face. In the face. That was crazy. You know, you brought up Whitney Houston. So I'm I'm going to take that a little side angle, side, side angle. So, of course, everybody was saying that, that um, Aretha is the greatest vocalist we've ever had, right? Oh I was boy. like, oh. Oh, boy. I think oh. of that time. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know about that. She's better than Whitney? <laughs> I don't know. So I, so I had this conversation. So what is y'all's thoughts? That's, like, in, that's in the moment. That's I it. think it's different. They are different. Like, yeah. Aretha Franklin music really is, like, soul music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I also think she is the probably the greatest singer of that time. Right. Not of this time. Whitney isn't the greatest singer of our time, I don't think. Really? Who would you put above her? She it's a lot of it. yes. It's a lot. Who? <laughs> it's a lot of. It's, I got a couple of people. I think Fantasia is an amazing singer. She's like next when Patti LaBelle is done. Fantasia's up next. Mm. That's how I feel about her. So. I think Beyonce is an amazing singer. Really? And yeah, I think I she's never a great think of her as a singer, but a performer, yeah. entertainer. So there is there. I think that it's a respect that there is um, a period of time where this person is the greatest, but yep. then there are people that come along. When they finish doing what they do, it goes beyond a mm-hmm. particular particular mm-hmm. generation. Mm-hmm. And so I think Aretha was good, but and I don't even know if she was arguably the best in that time for that. But overall, I don't think she's in the same category with Whitney. When people die, though, we do that immortalize. Moment, them. Oh, we do. We immortalize. Everybody's them. greater yeah. after they die. Yeah. At that moment, they're like they're legends. Because I've heard more yeah. Aretha's music like in the last month than I've heard. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, it's all everybody's playing in it. But I was out, you know, I y'all know I play Pinochle with senior citizens <laughs> and I was telling Jason this and um so when it when it came up I said, Y'all think Aretha's better than Whitney? They were like, It ain't even close, right? I was like, Come on now and I know Whitney's career wasn't as long and she got yeah. she had issues. So they say they do think she's she was better. Oh, Aretha's far better. Then, then watch the this. Two? So so watch this. Let me I'm gonna try I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease this out because I wanna I wanna make a point. So then so they listen to oldies music while we playing cards, right? So James Brown came on. So I said, let me try this out. I said, so, y'all, so James Brown or Michael Jackson. So I'm always doing that. Mm-hmm. He living that, To me, it ain't even close, right? right? Wow. They said, are you kidding me? Don't even put Michael Jackson in James Brown's category. Are wow. Me? <laughs> That's the what I'm saying. It depends who you ask. That king. Wow. A pop changed the world. But you know this what? This gets worse. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Fruit, that makes he's, sense. Fruit, he's fruit of James Brown's tree, though. But yeah, it wasn't just so that. So it's Prince. But here's the last thing. I said, so I said, well, Luther's got to be the best oh, male no. vocalist we've ever had. They said he wasn't better than Marvin Gaye. And I was like, oh, man. So, but again, we talked about this. That's that lens. Yep. It's generational. It's that yeah. culture. It's generational. Because the song, especially back then, the song represented more than just the song. Mm-hmm. And that's a great yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. So it resonates to their soul. Yeah. I never so looked at it from that perspective. I just think it's interesting how we – how we debate nobody can be right because we're all looking at it through a lens of prejudice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like what what like I would have never thought Fantasia or I don't think Beyonce. she's the best. I'm just saying. But, but she's like, a, she is your, a lot of great your, singers. In your generation, mm-hmm. people probably would say, Oh yeah. 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 So anyway, let's move on. 
Let's talk about Colin Kaepernick and the Nike burnings and and pastors and people <laughs> tearing up Nikes and ripping up stuff. Tell me what y'all think about this whole deal. The I following know. views are the views of Eric Kellum and not Pastor Eric. I was about to say, Eric, you <laughs> up next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're protected. We're protected. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start, man. This has been um, this has been quite a journey, man. Mm-hmm. Um, around this time last year, I think I was probably asleep as a lot of people with a lot of stuff that's going on in our country. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of people hate on Kaepernick in general because I've heard people say, man, he just got with his girl and she she's Muslim and she told him some things and he just wanted to make a cameo appearance. And I'm like, technically, you could use the same argument and say there's this dude in the Bible named Moses and he just mm. saw something and he was a rich kid. And then all of a sudden he just wanted to do something to be seen. It doesn't matter what he did. He did something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And what he did by taking the knee, it changed my approach of everything. So, well, um, you're giving up a lot, Doc. Huh? You're not just boycotting. By the way, I'm also boycotting the NFL. This is my second year, and like it's hard because I heard the Redskins really spanked somebody. Oh, mm-hmm. and they got and they got Peterson, man. That is. Yeah. So it's I hard. mean, he's old, but it's he's still. Hard. Yeah, it's man. <clears throat> but but that is but hard to that point. Like, you've given up even. Which what is it? So I don't. Uh, I, I've made a personal decision. One, I stop. I stop supporting fantasy football. I've given up. You fantasy don't even do football. fantasy. Yeah. I yeah. thank you. I cheated. Thank you. I cheated. My husband and has a yeah. lot of free time now. Now Demont doesn't. We not. And he is the fantasy and football he king. And He's he, the commissioner. And Jason benefited because he was a champion two out of the last three <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. But I shut down. My wife was like, "How can you protest, but you still in fantasy football?" And I was like, "All right, you kind of got a point." So I cut that out. It's all um, right. It's all right. Um, I, I, t- <laughs> I take a knee and pray when I hear the anthem. Mm. And that's where I get in debates on social media because people are telling me I'm being disrespectful for taking the knee to pray. Mm-hmm. And I ask them the question that no one can seem to answer. Who was the authoritative figure that said that the only way you could show an honor is standing? Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you could show me who that person right. is, then we can have a conversation. It's just a tradition. It's a cultural yeah. thing. Yeah. It's a yeah. cultural thing. Standing and remove your hats. Please stand and remove your hats for the national anthem. But not only that, you know, when did when did this whole marriage between sort of, you know, the political world and, you know, playing the anthem and having the Air Force, like the Blue Angels fly over mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. have, you know, the presenting of colors and all that stuff, that like that is a business arrangement between the military and, and the NFL. It's mm-hmm. propaganda. Right. It's just pro- it, it, at the end of the day, it's propaganda. Regardless mm-hmm. of where you land on it, it's not even about the politics themselves. It's just mm-hmm. it's a mechanism. There's a that's a transaction. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that 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 be that as it may. So since that's there, it's like, why is there such, you know, such a big deal around it? It's because there's a business arrangement that makes that happen. Mm-hmm. But. You know, where I've been frustrated and, and watching my brother protest and his passion and, you know, going back and forth with people on mm-hmm. social media. And mm-hmm. I don't know how you lose a friend. Doc, I don't know. I don't know how you potential staff. Yeah, man. But but, you know, mm-hmm. the thing that's frustrated me around it is that 
we focus so much on the protests and the protest of the flag, the protest yep. of the flag, mm -hmm. and we haven't moved the conversation to why Kaepernick took a knee to begin with. Mm -hmm. But that's, that is the to issue. me that's strategic. Oh yeah, it is. I think oh, that's yeah, strategic. It, it, I it think is. they're trying to smoke screen it. Exactly, because nobody wants to talk about the fact that he took a knee to say, look, we need to do something about these unarmed black people being shot by law enforcement. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yep. And even, we haven't had some that of them conversation. In their own mm -hmm. apartment. Right. Oh then, my God. When yeah. that happens, we should all be on our knees. Yes. Like, but again, if they can make it about if they can make it about disrespecting soldiers, mm -hmm. then they can ignore the real issues. That's because because no, I mean let's be realistic. We all live in America, and I think mo everyone in this room we've only lived in America. Mm -hmm. But if you've lived, if you've experienced other countries like and other Southeast. continents, yeah, exactly. If you've been <laughs> <laughs> if you've been to other if you've been to other no, countries like Southeast, no, I'm just playing. Mm -hmm. I, I live I live no. across the street from Southeast, oh, well, so no. I can't say that. But, you know, it's it's a whole different thing. We are mm -hmm. very fortunate that we live where we live. Yeah. And I don't think mm -hmm. anyone takes for granted the fact that we have certain liberties, certain freedoms. Even being poor in America mm -hmm. is different than yeah. being poor in Haiti or, sure. or in the Dominican Republic or some other places around mm -hmm. the world. I don't think anybody says that. I don't think anybody's concept is that. I don't think anybody is disrespecting the fact that people are sacrificing their lives mm -hmm. and people have laid down their lives so that we can talk openly about Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and talk sure. openly about our ideas and our thoughts. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you can't conceptualize that, listen, I'm not trying to disrespect this. I want to bring attention to Absolutely. this other thing. Yeah. That, th it, it, We're it's clear so, on the agenda. It's, yeah. so, mm -hmm. it, it's so arrogant. It's so short-sighted. It's so selfish that it, it blows my mind. And it's got to be purposeful. you got to be willing to, like, disregard all that stuff yeah. to have that stance in my but mind. But even, even if, even, you know, I got to hear a, uh, a potential NFL owner talk recently in Cleveland, and he said, you know, if you work for me, you know, you get paid to stand for the anthem. I'm like, where is that in an NFL yeah. player's contract, that part of your responsibility is to stand for the anthem? Mm -hmm. That can't be in there. They risk their life playing this game. And, and you know, maybe a five-year career span mm -hmm. as an NFL player, maybe, on right. average. right. And you might walk away with brain brain damage and all that. Yeah. And you're saying, and isn't that enough service? <laughs> yeah. That if I don't stand for the flag, I'm going to be penalized when I'm running out there and I'm going to risk my life to be a gladiator. Mm -hmm. So I, I just think it's it's a systemic effort to distract us from the real issue. And that's that's how they spin it. That's how they continue to spin it. That's how the president spins it. And it's 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 to me, it's classic. Especially, they just push this dude. They keep bringing up this dude named Pat Tillman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this oh soldier that decided to go to war. He left football to go to war. Mm -hmm. And they're saying this should be the face of Nike instead of Colin Kaepernick. But if you dig deeper into the story, mm -hmm. Tillman's family didn't even want him to be this, to be mentioned in that regard. When he went to war, he realized this wasn't a war that I should have even got myself involved in. Right. But he died in the war. But it's a, a part he of that got manipulation. Hit by his own yeah, people too, by yeah, the way. he got hit by his own people. But yeah. it's part of the manipulation that says, you know, let's just, just give them a, a nice little American story. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just really sad. So I got a question for y'all. Since y'all boycotting, you boycotting, Jason? I am. Okay. So what's going to be like the turning point when you, when you decide I'm not boycotting anymore? Like, what has to I happen for you to stop watching football again? <coughs> for me, for me, it's either. It's two people. It's Eric Berry and Colin Kaepernick. Eric Reed. Mm -hmm. Eric Reed, I'm sorry, getting their jobs back. 
Mm-hmm. They're in the prime of their life, and they built their lives playing professional football. You think he still want to play? Yeah, of course. Oh, Absolutely. I th- Absolutely. I didn't think he was made so. to play. Yeah, but it's a game he loves, mm-hmm. and he's very good. Yeah. There's there's only there's only 60 human beings on the planet who can do what he does, and I think he's one of the top 20. Even when he got removed from the league, either you know they get their jobs back. Or the NFL, or they win that case, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a racist. It's a clearly yeah. a race. It's thirty-two white owners, mm-hmm. thirty-two billionaires running the the the, the plantation. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. <laughs> and we didn't we we didn't pay attention to it before. Mm-hmm. But you know, as long as they're mistreating this man, I don't feel like it's. And my wife wants to go to the Dallas game. When the Washington football team plays yeah. there so bad, she's like, you won't take me. I've never wanted to go. I'm like, I can't do it. Mm. We can go there for something else. But I just, this man made a sacrifice. And I didn't know Nike was paying him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're paying him. But I still think he made a sacrifice. And I think it's – so that that's a turning point for me. I don't know for Yeah, for else. me, I, if – like uh, Pastor Battle said, if uh, they give these brothers a job back, or if he wins the court case, which I am, after looking at the whole George Zimmerman thing, <laughs> skeptical. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes they say we'll give you a we'll give you a small victory, but ov- or a small battle, mm-hmm. but overall, you know. So I don't know. But if if that happens, mm-hmm. then I'll do that. Even if they reinstate him, I'm still going to take a knee every time I hear the anthem and pray. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just just the posture of conviction that I have. And I am. You will you do it at at uh at a Wizards game? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't think anybody will say anything, but yeah. I mean, they might, but I mean, I don't know. Part of, I, I kind of want the conversation, I, I want them to say something so we can have a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm you never, all in, Doc. I, I'm never looking to like provoke to, to, to debate, but hopefully uh, we don't have enough conversations. I, I, now I don't, I personally, um, as, as much as I believe in rooting for the home team, except for the Warriors, um, <laughs> I, I am not going to, uh, cheer for the, the Washington football team until they change their name. And I think mm-hmm. many times we're supportive about our causes, but we're insensitive about mm-hmm. other folks. Um, and again, that I just feel like when it comes to that kind of power, when you're dealing with white billionaires, they, they, they could, they could, they just like, Oh yeah. Try me. Yeah. Try me. Yeah. Try me. Get my lawyers. So I'm like, if they get their lawyers versus caps lawyers. Yeah, I know. That's gonna. That's like David and Goliath. It is. It really is. You know, the 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 commissioner makes twenty five million. But you know what? That's why Something Nike's like move. That, yeah. I think that's why Nike's move, no, yeah, move was I so wanna, huge. I want you to hear what I just said. Mm-hmm. The commissioner yeah. of the NFL right. makes twenty five million dollars a year. Yeah, I think. I think Am that's I somewhere right. around there. It's you in the ballpark. Definitely. But I think that's why Nike's move is so huge because a corporation just made a a not a reactive um, statement. Oh yeah, they thought about it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? A sure. lot of people are gonna react when something happens. Mm-hmm. They've made a statement strategically before the season. Here's my question: Do you think other corporations are gonna do that? Jump in mm-hmm. the fire? Yeah. D- making a statement for in 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 support of injustice? Yeah. No, I never thought about it. Mm. I haven't either. Mm-mm. I think so. So, so let me say a couple of things. One, um, thirty stock he's, dropping. He, he's at thirty-two million. Oh my god! Wow, Goodell's at thirty-two million. Um, and to so answer, he's 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 higher. He gets more money than any. That's player, not a right? year. That's a year. Yeah, thirty-two million. Right. So, 
so my stand it's funny. So my stance on on boycotting, I didn't watch last year, mm-hmm. and it was it wasn't so much a boycott as in the business of the NFL just started turning me off. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different things. So one, even the structure of how decision making happens in the NFL, where you know Goodell can hand down a suspension, right? Mm-hmm. But if you appeal to suspension, you know who the appeal goes to? Goodell. Mm. So he's judge, jury, executioner, and appellate court. So mm-hmm. all at the same time. That's mm-hmm. that. That's I, I don't I don't like that. Um, I don't like the way the collective bargaining agreement works in the NFL, where players aren't guaranteed year over year. It's start. We're starting to move in that direction, where guys are getting bigger signing bonuses and more guaranteed money. But with the wear and tear that it puts on the body, yeah. Just the idea that you can literally say, you know what? Hey, we don't need you anymore. Bye. We don't have to pay you anymore. That's why mm-hmm. guys play hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Game check. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they what lie it does. Out to there, they got, he- got headaches and they're still out there suiting up. You don't get paid if you don't suit up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's it's such an un it's become such an unhealthy business model. So all of that just kinda all of that plus the Kaepernick thing and sort of the the the, the notion that you've got guys that have been, you know, that have got criminal stuff and it crimes against mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. where yeah. they're be- you know, they're attacking women and beating women and stuff like that. And you can get reinstated, but this dude's got to sit because he protested something. Never, That's su- no off the field issue. There, there's such a hypocrisy around yeah. it that it just we got. We know what it is. Yeah, it just we're got to a point it, where it turned make, me off. We're gonna make an example out of you. Yeah. But even if they offered me my job back, I don't think I would want to work for an organization that's treated me so poorly for so long. That's like, the question. I would what, never. What team would have the 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 guts? But the team has to be. The owner. It has to be an mm-hmm. owner. Yeah, it's got to be an owner that's willing. Uh, they're, 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 it's a good old boy club. Yeah, good yeah. old boy club. And, and it's funny. So even even with all that, you know, it again, it's about the dollar. So even even though I, I applaud what Nike did, I think it's great that they kept him as a signed yeah. Nike athlete mm-hmm. the entire time. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. Nike is still a money-making entity. Mm-hmm. This is well thought out. That, 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 that machine in Oregon knows – 31%. Ex- Sales increase since exactly Monday. They knew yeah. it, they knew the exactly what they're doing. They knew, they've seen the market shift. They know they know where their bread is buttered. Mm-hmm. Their bread is buttered in ur- in in urban and in li- liberal America, Absolutely. so to speak. We buy so their they, shoes exactly. So they know they 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 knew very White well what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 the people. I mean, let's let's be realistic. The people who are going to boycott aren't the people where Nike. You know, that's not where Nike was making their money anyway. Yeah, I know you. I know we can talk about this all day. I want to go to some other hot topics going on. Y'all know there's a there's a New York Times article that allegedly allegedly has some anonymous high ranking official in Donald Trump's uh, cabinet uh, that really has some disparaging things to say about his leadership. Um, as of the time of this podcast, I still think they have not identified who the person is no, or even the author of the. Yeah of the op-ed article <laughs> just just y'all's thoughts on uh, that whole that whole issue and his reaction to it always makes me chuckle i mean he handles everything like a four-year-old exactly <laughs> but can you imagine him behind closed doors saying i want to know who did that somebody go find out who did that <laughs> <laughs> like the parent like somebody in the house said who took my stuff and mm-hmm. all that because I'm like, and then what? Once he finds out who did it, who then oh, what? Oh, they get fired. He's going to tweet he about fires it. people. <laughs> he doesn't just fire you. He, hum- he, he humiliates he, you. Yeah, yeah, he degrades yep. you. He def- 
that dog. Mm-hmm. He calls Amarosa but, a dog. But that's what he comes from. What did we think we were getting? Yeah. He had a whole television show built around one phrase, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's what his brand was built on. That's yeah. who he is. Who did we think we were getting? Uh, the, yeah. Like what shocks me, I'm sorry, what shocks me about America, mm-hmm. right, is we watched this guy's history. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether, you know, forget I'm still his shock he became. He won. Me I too. Said, yeah. I, I woke like, up. I'm not. I thought it was a dream. He won. I'm he not. Won. He I'm really not, won. I'm not. Because and he, he might win again. He could win again. No. Who's he could. Going, nah, no. he could. He can win I'm again. I'm saying because who's the GOP is going to dis- disassociate themselves with. He doesn't have who's the same. Who's strong enough who they to have, beat him? They who took they, a risk with him. They're not going to take the same risk. I, I don't know about I think that. it's some people that's right on board with him. Because it's the American public. It's those it's, it's, it's the people will I, vote for him. Now, I agree. Bad. He's probably, I'm sure he's exacerbated the GOP, and they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do with this? The guy? political purists. You're going to need a major The right-wing party. purists, right, maybe. Okay. The right-wing purists who really believe in what they believe in. Some right. Of those. But, but yeah, that, but, those, but, but, I don't want to say, the, you know they're American people. They're American people. They're American people who loved him some Donald Trump. I yeah, got but you. I also think him but being in office is a wake-up call 100%. that you better get out there and vote this year. Because last right. year, a lot so of, I mean, not last year. Yeah, yes. A lot of people didn't vote because it was Hillary, didn't. they didn't want to vote for Hillary. Yeah. But you and know they what? thought that he didn't stand If he chance. got into the office again, I would really consider leaving Man, the country. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already preparing him to do eight years. <laughs> no, oh, I'm yeah. telling you. I don't see I, it happening. So, But who on the Democratic side has any – has any – who so, on the Democratic side has – there's no Barack Obama coming up. If if we thought it was Cory Booker, he may – well, we're no, going to get to that. Actually, we'll get to that. actually, okay, yeah, we'll get so, to that. So, so here's, here's the thing, right? I, I always say Barack Obama was eight years early. He, mm-hmm. jumped, he jumped the line. Mm-hmm. When, he, when his rise came and, you know, came for the 2008 election, mm-hmm. the hope that sort of the original plan of the Democratic Party was, all right, we're going to run Hillary, we'll win. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this young guy. We can keep him in the cut, mm-hmm. and we can follow right behind her yeah, with him. Mm-hmm, right. When he jumped the line, they realized, okay, we got to jump on this train so we can win this election. Mm-hmm. He was a speed. He was a bullet train, right? Mm-hmm. So now, after him, because when 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 a party wins an election, all the all the focus that that went into those grassroots organizations and that grassroots campaigning and sort of the internet, the sort of the rise of of, of electronic, you know, pollsters and all and all that stuff, right? That focus goes to the White House. Now it becomes on. Now the, the focus turns to winning election to maintaining the current administration. Mm-hmm. So there was no effort put into the who's next, who are the guys in the pipe, mm-hmm. the guys and the girls in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So there was nobody developed that was coming directly behind him. Sure. So now the Democratic Party is looking around like, all right, who do we have that can even that you know that's a worthwhile candidate? And but you know what, the Republican Party's got the same problem. I think I, I would agree. That's why I said who's really formidable on that side that can compete with him. I think it would have to be another mogul. I think America is so op- apolitical that the, it would require another strong voice, mm-hmm. another mogul who has an agenda, want to do something for the country. He came with the right stuff. He wants to make America great again, and and there are enough white people who can who would buy into that, like it wouldn't even be a politician that would beat him. He's a non-politician. He's the president of the United States. This dude was not even the mayor of Fairmont Heights. <laughs> he, <has never laughs> been, he wasn't even the HOA no. president of his neighborhood. But he is the president of the United States, so maybe the next person is not a politician. I, I, I do think I do think like we've seen 
there, there's sort of a, a, a pendulum effect. Mm-hmm. And I think we may see the pendulum swing back to more of a traditional politician just because, you know, some people will see, okay, this is kind of what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. you got the celebrity it's program. It, and and it's, it's the Twitter. same thing. with You know, we had a Barack Obama. So the pendulum swung way in the other direction, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of how our poli- you know, our political system tends to work. Yeah. But can I ask you a question? What do you think the intention was to release this OPED article? Because they said they decided they wanted to practice the Twenty Fifth Amendment, but they decided not to do that. <laughs> but what do you think? It, what do you think the end game was going to be to l- put this out there? Because technically, and this is crazy, even though I get why they did it, and I do not support Trump as a as a leader. The way I'm taught to handle things, I just I feel like they they, they didn't handle it responsibly because mm-hmm. you're supposed to respect the office even though you don't respect the person. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if somebody was trying to circulate something in Zion mm-hmm. and they had an issue against you mm-hmm. and they I was put that out publicly, yep. you know what I'm yep. saying? Mm-hmm. As opposed to and anonymously and anonymously, you yeah. know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was irresponsible and it was childish. So I'm like, what was the end game? That the, I don't even understand. So this doesn't it. Doesn't it fit the environment, though? It's such a hostile, intimidating yeah. environment that you, your your true opinions can't be expressed. I think, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And like that's and 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 my question was when I read it and when I saw it happen, I said, how many meetings were these people in or whoever this right. was in that they tried to convey some yeah. of this stuff? Like, this how has many to be times a strategy uh-huh. of something yeah, greater. Exactly. Oh, but they didn't try to talk to him exactly. about it. Exactly. Or how many times were – I don't know, think th- they did. I, I, I disagree. I think I think you've got to – especially if you're in the room with mm-hmm. the president, you've got to at least try to reason with him yeah. on some level. But he's unreasonable. But I think – exactly. And I think the, <laughs> the conclusion has been, well, there's no way this is going to work. So here and, – and don't – and please – this kind of stuff has been coming out since the very beginning of his of his presidency. Mm-hmm. Right. The, none of this stuff shocks us. Right. None of this stuff is new. He's just he's mad impe- at how it happened. Exactly. It came now out. it's and embarrassing. The New York Times, yeah. And the and the failing New York Times, yeah. by the way, <laughs> because yeah. because you know he's kind of made journalism the enemy. He's made the media the enemy. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've seen a decline in newspaper media as a as a business anyway. Yeah. So he can easily paint this. He can spin the narrative as here's the failing New York Times mm-hmm. in an attempt to grasp viewers. To the grass mm-hmm. readership, mm-hmm. you're going to publish this mess where somebody didn't even have the guts to come to me personally. Right. You the know? issue is, is it true, though? Right? Whether right. it's anonymous or not, is the stuff true that they're saying? And the I guess. But you bring up a great point. It's what's next. And yeah. I and, and unfortunately, I don't think it's anything. Because they've decided <laughs> that it sounds like they've decided they're not going to try to push him out. So he's going to be basically, he has a stigma with him until the next election, 2020. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's, uh, and I guess maybe that's the agenda. Let's paint down the most negative depiction of what this man is like so mm-hmm. that you don't vote for him. Mm-hmm. But that's all the more reason. I can't see the GOP supporting this dude because he's like cancer right now. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so if Donald Trump is a strategist and, and if all of these accusations that he might be, you know, subpoenaed, um, he has to go and and before before the Supreme Court, or he has to he's going to try to impeach him and stuff. What are your thoughts about him selecting Brett Kavanaugh and to be confirmed for the Supreme Court and the withholding of a lot of 
uh, information about this man, like he's really trying to push this push this confirmation through. What are your thoughts on Brett Kavanaugh and what Cory Booker did? Since we mentioned Cory's <laughs> name later, <laughs> uh, yeah, Cory Booker, gangster. right? Cory Booker, that's a gangster move. Yeah. <laughs> that whole hearing has been. I never thought you'd want to get popcorn for C-SPAN. Well, it, it has its <laughs> moments, but that's been whole tricky. How they tried to speed through the process to get this man approved for one has been questionable in and of itself. Everybody that I get the documents until the last minute has been questionable. So, I mean, obviously there's the suggestion that he's supposed to be the pending vote mm-hmm. on a Supreme Court office in mm-hmm. case it goes to that level. Um, let me table that. I want Camila Harris to run for president. Yeah, that she's girl. She's shot. Oh, my God. She's, she's bad. Where is she? What city is she in? Is it California? California. I don't she's know what shot. city though. I mean, but yes, yeah, but she's sharp. But again, again, this is my pessimistic <laughs> side. A black man became president. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. He was a smooth black yeah. man, a brilliant black man. They wouldn't they wouldn't let a white woman be president. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a black woman. I know. No offense, yeah, I but hear you. No, 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 it's no, that no, world no. we live the in. The only yeah. ones that got a shot of Michelle and Oprah. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> one of the things that I because I only think I think there are white people don't even look at Oprah as black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, Oprah is Oprah. She's rich. Mm-hmm. Oprah is just Oprah's 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 rich. rich. That's yeah. her. That's <laughs> her <laughs> racial but identity. Camilla Harris, <laughs> please check your identity. <laughs> is a sister. Rich. Camilla yeah. Harris is a sister. Yeah. Oh my God. I gotta do some research on her. I said this. She a sister. I said this when we saw you know Trump beat beat Clinton. I said one of the things. Of course, she. I don't know if she was particularly inspiring as a candidate where people were like, yes, I really, really want to vote sure. for her. The way the way that people th- like yeah. think about how people who voted for Trump were like energized to vote right. for Trump. Mm-hmm. Think back to Obama. Like how Hillary, people, that was the next thing you're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. but but the other thing that I saw, uh, and this is kind of my lens, that this country is as 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 racist as this country is, mm-hmm. it's prop it may be more sexist. Yeah. yeah. And in in the political yeah. hi- for sure. in the political hierarchy for sure. for a sure. white male a white male and then a black it's kind of like a white man and then a black man and then maybe <laughs> a other than you know a Hispanic or an Asian mm-hmm. or something like some some you know some other race. Mm-hmm. Then you've got a white woman or I a black woman. I agree with so that. So wait wait, wait mm-hmm. let me ask you this question. That's un- what do you think, think so really you think true. a black man is more threatened or less threatening? Like if you had if in a white man's perspective, I think so. So look, so so think back to to uh, what more threatening than who? What do you yeah. who do you feel who? is more threatening? You feel uh, like in a white man's perspective, a black man or a white woman, a white woman or a black woman? I uh, think to Jason's point, I think a man. I this is just me. I've never been a white man. Mm-hmm. I think a white man can be racist sexist. and a slightly more sexist. Yeah, like I think that's his point. Like oh. Oh, H, no. But all the more We ain't going to have no woman run this country. Exactly. What it's happens when she come on her cycle? Mm-hmm. What is she his menopause? Yep. Or when what is she's she so emotional? Flash? Yeah, That's yeah. what they tried to do with Hillary. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, we're going to talk about that in the U.S. Open, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's, well, that's, but me, that's but, debatable. But for let's go to Kavanaugh. The Kavanaugh hearings, you talked about Cory Booker. Um, I don't know if this was strategic or what he did, but. And I don't know what's going to happen to him, but I love his response after what he did. Mm-hmm. He said a statement. He said, uh, my purpose is more important than my position. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then he also told wow. the dude, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to expel it. me, bring it. 
and I think what he did is he tapped into what we see go, see going on in this nation. That there is this 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 system of protest taking place everywhere. There's a resistance, and there's yep. a resistance. He said, "I'm going to protest. This whole thing seems shady. It doesn't make sense. I'm gonna go into these confidential files, and I'm just going." And yeah. I think he could use that actually as a positive as opposed to a negative. Yeah. Now, so for those of you who don't know who are listening, we forget we so into the conversation. Mm-hmm. We, get, we have people listening that. What Cory Booker did was he revealed confidential information, which could, you know, jeopardize his position in the right. Senate. Yeah. But 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 they say he they were making everything confidential, so they weren't trying to give any information. Yeah. So I mean, how can you do that? And I think, but but I think Eric makes a great point. I think there is a, we've gotten to a point where with just with this administration, there is a general resistance to everything. Yeah. Sure. And and don't get me and and see the thing is honestly I think this it's entitlement. Yeah, yeah it, but, but but I think this happens, you know, quite often. It, it happened in, during the Obama administration where there was a resistance because of who he was. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, th- this is my and, and this would be a whole other rant about how I dislike partisan politics, that this is what it does. Mm-hmm. It simply puts us here on, on one side of the aisle or the other, so to speak. But I think, you know, what Cory Booker did, I agree. I think there's just as you know, the op ed and sort of the, the way that the way that the administration is covered mm-hmm. um, when you look at CNN and MSNBC on one side and sort of see, you know, kind of the kind of the Fox News and, you mm-hmm. know, some some other more conservative news outlets on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like there's just this polarization. And because he you know, because the president is such a polarizing figure, mm-hmm. you've got this resistance now that, look, I don't care what he tries to do. And we can't even you know, we don't. And I think this is the negative of it in a sense that we don't stop to parse through, okay, does this policy actually make sense? Or are we just going to resist it because of the alt, because of the person who presents it? And I think that's the negative of of how he's presented himself, Mm -hmm. how he's disrespected so many other groups and how he's alienated so many people that now even the things that he does that are that may actually be in right. the best interest of the country that may actually make yeah, sense which the article referred to exactly he's not a politician yeah. yeah he doesn't know how to go across the aisle and and so he he, he so 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 i'm gonna wrap this top this this mm-hmm. section up is cory booker next i, I think he w- i th- go ahead eric i'm sorry you were about to say something I don't know. All right, so did y'all y'all remember American Idol? Mm-hmm. And what yeah. Titus said, mm-hmm. they had Ruben Stutter win, and then they had Fantasia win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, I know somebody that auditioned for the next year. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were intentional that they were not going to have another black person win American Idol. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think in the same realm or in a different realm, same concept, I don't know if America and the political parties are trying to shape another black person this consecutive, this close right. from a Barack Obama era, I wouldn't be surprised if the person is Latino. Yep, um, I, I think they might want to push a minority, but I don't, I don't know. I would be happy with that too, though. Yeah, yeah. I would I be happy. Any, with any the minority. Thing, the thing that gets overlooked is not just Barack Obama's intellect and his his work in the community and how how like he was a, a meteor. He had a meteoric rise. Absolutely. But the fact that he had that beautiful family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Corey. Yeah. To he's me. single, right? He's single, yeah. and d- d- he's single. Yep. Yeah, you know. Yep. And the fact that he doesn't have a family, and the fact that maybe there's question about, about that area of yep. his life, um, I think he either has to be clear about who he is, because there's a world that would embrace whatever his 
So yeah, they've got to shape his narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. It's too and much I think, ambiguity and about I him think, right now. I think that comes down to my purpose bigger than my position. Like, who are you in a very personal level? Mm-hmm. Because you can't run for the president and that stuff not come out. Oh, it right. matters. You know, right. you're, it matters. You're, 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 you got to – if you if you got high in ninth grade, it's going to come out if you run for the president. Yeah. Right? Which is yeah. why – Because they had to make make sure Michelle wasn't Shaquisha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but, again, as much as we so, – so think about it this way. As much as we love and, you know, as black people, we, we revere the Obamas because it was beautiful just to see mm-hmm. us. Yeah. In that it was like the black Kennedy. It's like yeah. it's, it's like seeing us finally. Yeah. Finally, yeah. the world gets to see us. They again, there was a particular kind of black man who could run for president and win. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of us that that a little, you know, we got a little too much edge on us. Maybe <laughs> a few too many speeding tickets, or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. That that don't necessarily. And think about it. He's not just some black man. He's highly educated. He yeah. went to all the right. He yeah. went to all the right institutions. He had mm-hmm. the right jobs other than sort of his time as a community organizi- mm-hmm. or organizer. His pedigree was still top, what, what would be called politically top-notch, right. right? So, you know, Cory Booker, I think, I, I, I said a few years ago, I think he was he was kind of in line to mm-hmm. make a run. His last kind of appearance at, at the Democratic National Convention, I think his speech kind of, you know, Kind of got him a little more, a little more heat. I think this, you know, his his sort of actions at the Kavanaugh hearing has gotten him a little more heat. But it just always seems you say like heat. You mean a good traction? Heat, a good yeah, 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 yeah. Traction or traction or momentum. Mm-hmm. It's like it it happens in fits and starts for him. It's like something will happen and then he kind of fades back. Something will happen and kind of fades back. So I think we've got to see kind of a concerted effort that there. You know when somebody's running for president, mm-hmm. right? He so is clearly shifting to be one of the key voices of the Democratic absolute, Party. Absolutely. Oh, no you can tell even that. how the chairman recognized him mm-hmm. as opposed to other people. He yep. had the opportunity to share more and make a plea. So Yeah. I think he's done I, I think he's he's a brilliant guy. He's done great work in Jersey. He did an amazing job in Newark and I I I, I think he, I think it would be great. So his his work we'll, his, we'll his work has been amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's shift him out of politics to beefs, y'all. <laughs> beefs. <laughs> Let's talk about beefs. We did. Hey, we just talked about like beefs. Meek Mill and Drake squash dead thing. Looks like it. I love looks it. Like that. <laughs> I love That's it. pretty cool. I love it. They need to have a meeting with Cardi B and, and uh, Nikki. What's up, y'all? <sighs> Cardi you know, B had a knot on her head yeah. and a sh- and walked out she, with half half, of, she half wow. her shoe game. She was not playing. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no pun intended. Whoa. What's up with that? I don't think Cardi was ready. Is ready for stardom. Wow. That's I don't it. think she is because it's the wow. way she's reacting. weeks after having a baby, right? No, it's not two weeks, but how soon? maybe I mean, like a month. Okay, two months, like a, yeah. a month <laughs> after having a baby? Yeah, but I just don't think she's ready. Wow. The, the way she reacts. It's too late, though. She yeah. already started. Mm-hmm. She'll start. Yeah. And, I, I mean, come on, you fighting at – at a you, big event. Yeah, you fight with a gown And you taking your shoes off. <laughs> and didn't leave. Because somebody above said above. something. That's like it, You can't yeah. take us nowhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't wow. for it. But I agree. I, I agree with Celine. I don't man. think she's ready. Cardi B ain't ready she's for the twi- She's twenty five. Mm-hmm. So it's How old is Nikki? Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Okay. Thirty five, I believe. Yeah. So so there and Nikki's been famous for a lot yeah. longer. She's she's kind of at a different level. Mm-hmm. So I think she knows. All right, I can say stuff. I can talk a little trash. Yeah, I can provoke provoking. here and there. Yep. I provoking. can provoke here and there. But she knows how to play the game and right. to stay out of right. certain things. But now you Cardi is like Cardi's like they don't man, have a, 
They don't have the rules in the so let me I've been famous long enough. Yes, right. She went from IG to like stardom. Let me play devil's advocate. Go ahead. Because my one side is saying, like, Michelle from, what's her name? Destiny's Child. She oh, made a Michelle very Williams. Michelle Kelly. Kelly. I'm sorry, Kelly. Kelly, uh-huh. Kelly Rowland. She, she, uh-huh. Yeah, Kelly made a comment and said, you know, with all this going on with Serena, why is the image? Why are we as black women depicting this image? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get that on one point. Mm-hmm. But now just hear me out. Tupac and Biggie had a beef mm-hmm. that went too far. Yeah. Yep. But to what degree of that was? And we know hip hop. Hip-hop artists is a history that they have beefs to continue to build and escalate mm-hmm. the fame, any record sales, record sales sure. you know what I'm saying? So Concert so venues selling out. Right. Absolutely. So it's funny It's funny you say that. Battle of the bands, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Beef sells, and we all know that. Mm-hmm. Like conflict sells. And it's been used to sell hip-hop since the very beginning. So, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, KRS One and Kumo D and all like oh all, like like think all LL the way Kumo D yeah. think all the way back <laughs> to all these beefs mm-hmm. right um, even just like you said when I, I remember when when junk, when Junkyard Ice split Cube. when Junkyard split up and it was two bands and it was mm-hmm. Junkyard and J Mob and they mm-hmm. were battling each other mm-hmm. and that's always been a thing that we've used to sell stuff and and uh, to to your point I think I think that's a really good good thing to focus on because like even when we you know we, I think we'll get to Mac Miller. But the, the prevalence of drug use in music and even now, like we, I, I know I always say I came up on music where the, the focus was the drug dealer. Yeah. And now the focus is the drug user. But there's a company and a conglomerate that benefits and p- helps promote that. So it stirs the pot of beef. So Meek Mill and Drake having a disagreement and having a problem, that sells. I can sell that. Mm-hmm. Cardi B and Nicki having an issue, I can sell that. Um you know, these guys being drug addicts and having drug problems, mm-hmm. thats I can sell that. I can capitalize mm-hmm. on that. And there's a lack of responsibility. It, it's not just the individual artists. It's also a lack of responsibility on the part of the conglomerates that, that, that sort of promulgated and promoted that they're not willing to be responsible enough to say, hey, man, what are we putting out there? Mm-hmm. And just like you said, you know, when, you know, in 96, when, you know, Tupac and Biggie went too far, yeah. that I think it, it – what it did do in the industry was everybody kind of paused, like, "Wait, what are we doing?" Yeah. You know, so I think I, I, I think we've got to get to a point where we're starting to think about this stuff. Like, yeah, it's funny, it sells blogs, it, it you know, it gets clicks and all that. But what are Where's we really list? putting out there? What's yeah. the you know, like like it, how, how does this benefit? And we've mm-hmm. got to I think we got to pull back on how we promote that stuff. So good, yeah. good. I'm sorry, y'all. We gotta we gotta keep growing. What, what about what? You know, there's a, an officer, Amber Geiger, who shot and killed a 26-year-old oh black man gosh. in his own house. She's trying to get in his house. He opens the door. You think you can open the door for the police. Hmm. She and um, I think she's alleging that he wasn't following directions. She but said his no, door no, was wait, open, no, ajar, no, no, ajar. See, this, is, this is really fishy because the initial article said that she had a key. She was trying to get in. They said she, the key. She, the first article said she used her key to get in. Yeah. The second article then said that the door was ajar. Mm-hmm. But then there's another. Witnesses are saying they heard someone banging on the saying, door. Let me and in. She said, let me yep. in. Yep. So there's three different accounts already to what and happened. And she said she didn't stuff. know him. And then they, a picture comes out of them two together in the past. Whoa. And then, yeah. So this is my speculation. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I think they were dating. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think he cut I think it they off. Were dating. 
Because somebody and heard she just shot him? somebody heard I, a witness said heard him say, Why'd you shoot me? So I mean I just think he wouldn't Whoa. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 wow. something whoa. it's something is trying to be yeah. covered up. But the fact that she did not go to jail. Yep. It took him so long. Yep. Man. As as she's out she now. Yeah. I think she's out now on a $300,000 bond. Yeah. So they, yeah. So they arrested mm-hmm. her. Uh, they but fi- it took a long Yeah, finally. She didn't go that yep. night. Yep. It's crazy. Wow. I can't even. It's scary. Interesting. Lock your doors, man. Hopefully we get to the end of the. Well, <laughs> Lock your well, doors. Now, you know, this narrative is spanning. Y'all gave me information I didn't know. I didn't know that. There, there could have been a relationship there. Mm-hmm. So but when it the, happened, I think, you know, that was kind of the immediate speculation. Like, wait a minute. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. How do you mistake? Like, I don't care how drunk you are, how tired you are, how high you are. There's got to be like, a different couch somewhere. Yeah, yeah. like, you don't walk different in and notice, like, walls. my couch ain't there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this don't even, like, I, I know she shot him at the door. No, no she walked she in. went yeah. inside the apartment. Was oh, he yeah. sitting or was he standing? I don't he I don't came. recall I don't, that. I think he I came don't know. out. She said she said she saw an image. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, yeah, you know your house. When yeah, you walk in, man. <laughs> and who That's just tough. has their door open? Cracks. Well, now they saying that it was a jar. Who just Stop. leaves their door open in apartment building? That, the story has changed. Too I many wouldn't times. date a woman with a gun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the lesson. No. Yeah. I don't that mean is, to minimize. That is a takeaway. <laughs> I mean, somebody snapped. Another twenty-six-year-old young man died of an overdose. That's Mac sad. Miller. Yeah. You know this. These. Uh, drug overdoses, whether they're intentional or not, mm-hmm. are, seem to be happening a lot more often now. And um, I think it's possible to be famous and in pain too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Know, like right, like what what are what are we doing? What are we doing in our world where people with depression or emotional psychological pain are not able to talk? openly about it or get the help that they need mm-hmm. and are privately suffering. So when I saw this statement, as as far on the other side of the spectrum it is, I immediately thought of Andrew Stockline. And that's the pastor that committed mm-hmm. suicide oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And it's two different things. But to me, if you're if you're taking a certain excess of drugs anyway, you get you're to medicated. a point, you don't really care. Mm. You don't even care what the consequences are. You're just rushing to this escape. And mm. it goes to your point. Who do you talk to? Who do you run to if they only had a book called, the, uh, uh, what is it, Second Chance? Ah, <laughs> wonderful plug. Grace for the Broken. Grace Amazon. The broken. <laughs> Barnes and Noble. No, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's just so many people. Nook. I can't even imagine to have that level of, of fame and popularity and influence. Mm-hmm. And you're not even human. You're not allowed to be human. It becomes a prison. Yeah. It becomes a prison. And because. Where would y'all put him, though? Because I'm not in the rap game. Like was he, like where, where, I I don't even know is he A level is he B level where where was he in the spectrum of things, to, for ignorant <laughs> rap 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 I wouldn't say he's A level. He's close. He's like he was up there though. He was really popular. Like, he, like he was popular among like the hipster crowd. Yeah, but you know, know I think he probably and I don't know him that well. I'm not even gonna front. Twenty six. Like that's pretty. But yeah. he probably wrestled with the dynamic of now you're a white rapper trying to be successful. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, a different level of success, mm-hmm. even in 2018. Yeah. So was he one of the best white rappers? Oh, he can had? rap. Yeah. No, he, he, I mean, period, I, I would say he was, he would be among the, in terms of guys who could actually rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can rap among anybody. You know, white or black. He white, just, black, he or just otherwise, he can rap. 
Okay. He, the dude can rap. Now I wasn't familiar. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't into his music, but I know I recognize skill. What was the connection with Ariana Grande? I'm here. I, they used to date. Yeah, they used to date. Okay. And she right. used to help him. Um, she's known to to help advocate him to to kick these drug habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his drug habit was kind of no. It was no. Okay. That's sad. One more topic, y'all. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> George Zimmerman. Oh God. Threaten the king and the queen. How our dare, queen and our queen. How dare the he? The coward. The queen of the community. When I first heard that he told, that he called, first he called Beyonce a broke horse. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't fit. I don't, when I think Beyonce, I don't think broke horse. You don't. Yeah, and then <laughs> he had a GoFundMe for his legal fees uh, at one point. Right, right. Who really like allegedly $2 million <laughs> yes. in debt. And told Jay Z and her that you know they would find themselves. They I do you know they're doing a documentary, it's a six-hour documentary oh on, my gosh, on uh, great. Trayvon's Trayvon Martin, and they asked him to be a part, which I thought was that was a little over the top. They said we want you to be in it, which was bold. His response was, you know, y'all gonna pay for this mm-hmm. or whatever. My first reaction is, how is he still around? Like uh, like not in, like who he, else does he have to kill? For him to get locked up. Yeah, like he's still in these streets. I don't. You un- said how is he still alive? I'm yeah. just. I don't even want to say <laughs> that. What I'm, I'm saying I'm around. It's mm-hmm. by the. Yeah, he's by he's not in jail and he's not in a grave. Mm-hmm. So so that triggered me to look at the document. Susie and I watched it. Um, five of the six of them are out. I think the sixth one okay. comes out this month. Okay. Right. I'm gonna have to binge those. And yeah, we binged them last night. And man, this dude was a victim of a. He, it was it was bigger than him. They used him as a piece because he was technically not white America, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he was going against a, a battle against mm-hmm. race racism and profiling. And so they used this man to get this case won. I mean, when you look at the case, when you look at the prosecution for Trayvon, it was poor and pathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after they were done with him, they just left him on his own. So mm-hmm. this brother is probably in a bitter state, doesn't trust anybody. He's probably paranoid. I'm sure yeah. he gets and, death and he's threats. Probably he don't armed. Act like he's he probably paranoid. armed all the time. And he's in a if he stays in Florida, he can be armed all the time. Yeah, exactly. yeah and, he can. And he can fire on somebody if he th- feels that threatened. That stand your ground rule. Exactly. I tell everybody. Like somebody, I, can, somebody can intimidate your girlfriend and shoot you if they feel like you intimidated them. It's crazy. I tell everybody. I have friends. You know, of course, we probably all have friends that live in Florida. But I mm-hmm. tell everybody, like, look, if you live in Florida, be careful Mm -hmm. because we think florida and we it's funny we think florida is like and i think the trayvon martin case kind of brought this to bear we think of florida as miami Mm -hmm. and disney world World. Mm -hmm. right (laughs) and florida is the south dog Mm -hmm. like it's the south it's Mm -hmm. country and and backwoods and Mm -hmm. the way that i don't think we were called alligators yeah so i you got to be careful man this there's a lot happening down there that that's just not cool and that stand your ground law is emblematic of it it's just not that like that it it it's it's a license for anyone to to murder someone that that feels like they're intimidated by. Mm-hmm. That's just and the fact that even in this case, J- Zimmerman pursued Trayvon. Yeah. Right, he chased him down. This wasn't self. Def- you pers- if you had not pursued him, he wouldn't be dead. Mm-hmm. Right, but according to this law, right. I mean, that's it's it's, tr- it's trash, man. <laughs> so. We got, we got, we, we, I mean, we know this is a long podcast today, but it was great to have these yeah. conversations. Um, one thing we didn't say is, is that 
they are blame. Some people blame Ariana Grande for Mac Miller's death, mm-hmm. and I they think did. that's yeah. that's not fair. That's that right. Yeah, that's tough. That's not because fair. Because whatever a person's dealing with emotionally, it, you know, this we shouldn't hold a person responsible for that. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask one last question. Serena Williams yes. had this meltdown at the U.S. Open. Do you think she was fair in her reaction, or was she overreacting? What are your thoughts about that whole situation? I think and she's yeah. fair. I think she just reached her boiling point because this isn't something that's new. Like, she's been getting challenged for years. Mm-hmm. Um, even I think they've accused her of having taken performance enhancers and stuff over in the past. She is cut up. Yeah. <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she is swole. She, she, she yeah. is cut up. She's swole. And she works hard. Yeah, she true. works hard. So I think that she's just fed up with yeah. um with the the sexism that's so, happening. So let me let me let me. I heard this morning too. The umpires are thinking about um boycotting, boycotting her matches, all yeah. of her matches, because they said that um they don't have any support. They don't get support. Wow. That came well, she out. told Washington him he today. ain't gonna ever umpire none of her <laughs> matches again. The she umpires said they thousand. don't get support. Yeah. Yeah. From her? No, no. from whoever there. They're I guess it's the US yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whoever's over top of them. They don't yeah. get the support. They they don't feel like she should have even been able to approach them in that way. Mm. And ask for an apology. So, yeah. So I get the frustration build up because this has been years and years. And I also get I mean the coach was shady because he was the one He did he he, had, and he, he admitted, admitted that, that he was coaching. She didn't know that. And then he did expose that this is something that everybody does, which is right. dumb to me. If you're a coach, why can't you coach? Um, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. You yeah. just <laughs> so. But, but I would say the only thing. So I think that I think that it'll be great if she's used as a voice to 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 represent the equality mm-hmm. or the inequality and to highlight that. Because if you look at a John McEnroe back exactly. in the day, <laughs> you look at all these males that's throwing mm-hmm. t- uh, temper tantrums. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not even the same. I just only say this: she's a champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think at a certain point, she could have just demonstrated poise, let it go. Everybody would have heard a press conference from her afterwards. I think mm-hmm. she took away from this uh, this uh, chick. Naomi Osaki, who, who was giving her the business. She's, yes. She's <laughs> like that. Dominated she the was game, giving her the she, business. And that was her role yeah. model yeah. growing up. Yeah. And so I'm, I just think at a certain point, you could have said, all right, I, I'm going I'm to have this fight, but I'm not going to have it here. Because yeah. you're a champion. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And she was getting she was getting beat pretty good. Yeah, it that wasn't it wasn't it was close. It didn't help. Yeah. yeah, right. It's funny, man. I, I I hadn't watched. This was the first tennis match I actually watched in a while. And mm-hmm. tennis tennis was my first sport. Actually, I haven't really? touched it in forever. But I I love tennis, and I so I was with, I, I was with my dad who plays tennis too. Um, and so we were watch, you know we were watching the match, and I saw the blow up. Now, of course, we, you're watching the match, and you can see, like, Osaka was time enough mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. Like, she could there, – there, it's rare that a woman can hit with Serena mm-hmm. yeah. and with power and, and, and authority, and she, would, and she was, you know, sort of forcing Serena to make adjustments. And you don't see that. Mm-hmm. So you could kind of see her frustration building anyway with, man, I'm, I can't crack this code. And mm-hmm. she broke her serve a couple of times, and you could see Serena kind of build a momentum. And Osaka responded. And you could see her poise and kind of her 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 wherewithal. So you could kind of see it building. And I think I think it was the frustration of the match, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And and not just I'm losing, just I can't figure this girl out, mm-hmm. right? And she and you know because she watched Serena, because she's you know working with somebody who used to coach Serena, mm-hmm. she's got her whole blueprint. Yeah. 
So she was ready for every kind of every part of her attack. And I think it just I, I think it boiled over. I, I I think it's a common thing, though. Like she's always just like, you know, you guys both said she's always getting criticized. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think All I, the time. Yeah. I think I think at some point, you know, I, I, I would like to see her be Made a her champion stop. and poi and be poised. Mm-hmm. But, man, she's human. Yeah. She's human, and I think it's just her being human. Yeah, yeah. They made they made her change her outfit the other day yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's it's been good in these <laughs> streets. Every yeah. now and then we gotta go back it's in, hot the out in, in the streets. Out in the streets. It's hard. Yeah. It's hot. hot. But it's good to go in the streets with the right people. Yeah. Hey y'all, I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. We had to bring it up. A lot going on in our world. Yes, sir. We pray that y'all stay positive. Stay hopeful, stay whole, stay healthy. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe out there. We'll catch you next week right here on the Keep Battle Podcast.